the, the week prior. Look, yeah, that's like the stuff in my hand. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. he got it. Did he get it? Yeah, he got it. Okay. No, no he's still got popcorn. <laughs> he's he's going to have that's that's from years ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's probably stuck in there because because like all eight, the caramel. Eight pounds of caramel. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I'm not as bad Josh as some of my friends. is still over there going. Why do you think I brought this in? I can't eat this. No, seriously. Like, we went to the Westie. I got baked beans. The guy I was out with, we went to the cigar bar afterwards. Ones, maybe. And I'm talking to this cute bartender. I get up to go to the bathroom. I look in the mirror. What was his name? There's, there's a whole... Fuck you. There's a whole bean hanging in my beard. Is that beard. Asian? Hi, this is Joe Schmalky, the artist and writer for The Electric Black from Scout Comics. You're listening to Comic Book Rehab Podcast. Hi, I'm Paul. Hi, Paul. All right, I'm joined by Dave the Irritable Hatter, who's full of caramel and cheese. Caramel popcorn and cheese? Oh, I had like two pieces. All right. Of caramel popcorn? That's like three pounds of caramel. I know, right? (laughs) Jimmy Kimmel almost live and friend of Joe Not anymore, no. Oh, well, I don't know. You went to the movies together. You were yes. supposed to go with me, which would have been a better experience for you. No. And you wouldn't have had ladies in blue haired ladies telling you yeah, that well, your listen, your friend's was, opinion it was sucks. A three hour adventure of just everyone shitting on Joe and his terrible opinion. So well, that I, could be a good time. Yes, exactly. I didn't get invited to go to the movies with, with you. What huh? the fuck? I didn't go. Listen, you said I don't want to go by yourself. And he I, was supposed and I, to call me. You know what? Yeah, and I forgot. I didn't, I, didn't get a, go. I didn't get a goddamn invite from any of us, so fuck off. I, I didn't either. Listen, so. I watched it in my underwear on the fire stick. <laughs> okay. Too much. All right. Yeah, I don't want to be there. I'll invite you down next time. It's not a pretty sight. Yeah, no. Yeah, don't don't need to be there. Listen, my dad watches TV in his underwear all the time. It's not going to oh. bother me. All right. I have no idea what time frame. So what week were these books? I have uh, no idea. The ninth. Uh, November 9th. Nope. October. October. 9th. November 9th. Is my no, birthday. November 9th but I is be something else. Not here. Okay. Okay. Oh, is that official now? It's going to be the 16th. I'm not going to be around the 16th. Okay. Like at all. Yeah. Well, that was when we were supposed to get a certain guest and he just wigged out on me. And so I'm working on a couple other ones. What's the 16th? That'll be the anniversary sale. I should be off that weekend. I'll see if I can find a ride down if you need help. Okay. I got a Frederick show on the 17th, too. So. How would you do that to yourself? That's uh, what we did la- last couple of years. That's it'll be all right. I, I was trying to accommodate certain artists, artists' schedules, and then it kind of backfired. He's like, the, on me. he's like the bus from the movie Speed. If he slows yeah. down, he'll, wait. Did you see you had a Frederick show the day after? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and hey, we'll figure it out. Yeah, he, he okay. did last year too because we were here to like. Midnight helping him load, load the truck, and then I had to get up in the morning and help him. Yeah, no, we'll be fine. Gene has it all figured out. Um, October 9th, October 9th. So, we're gonna lightly touch on those books because we're actually gonna get a we're gonna piggyback on these. 
Lightning round. So, lightning round. Amazing Spider-Man. Did, it was good. It was uh, Black Hammer. Yeah, Justice, actually, I Black Hammer Justice League. Good. Number, good. Contagion. Bad. No. Horrible. No. No, not number two. I didn't read or anything. Or number so one. I'm just interjecting. Contagion. Here. Contagion is a lot of fun. It's B horror movie, just like you used to rent at the video All store. All right, Detective Comics Marvel ten thirteen. Good. Doctor Doom one. Eh, uh, not bad. I not liked good. it. I liked it I, a lot. I thought the art uh, was awesome. The art was awesome. I wanted more out of that book. I, don't, I agree. I, I thought it was I liked, written I liked well. Seeing, um, I, I'll, I'll, liked definitely, it. I'll definitely read number two. I, I liked agree. it. Apparently, because, I read a lot more than I thought I read. Okay. But <laughs> I thought at least this was Dr. Doom being Dr. Doom and how he should be because he's running a goddamn country. Yes. Yeah. And he was doing those he's things, doing, and I thought those, I thought that necessary. was really great. It just left Don't look at me. I told you. I didn't read it. Uh, <laughs> Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, number two. Uh, ice Cream Man, number 15. Didn't get to it. I liked it. It was, it was more Ice Cream Man. It. Yeah, it was Ice Cream um, Man, just a single. Joker Harley, number one. Art was fantastic. Art was fantastic. It's, it's the only uh, thing I've very seen noir. I'm not a fan. They went very noir with it and made Harley a profiler. Has that ever been established ever, period? I don't think no. so. I don't think it's So canon, then this so has to be uh, else, uh, a big Elseworlds Aren't thing. Aren't all black yeah. labels? Yes. Are, are yeah. they? Yeah. They are? Yes. Oh. Uh, You're the villain, Joker, number one. Great. Loved it. Hated it. I liked it. Uh, powers of Ten, number six. <laughs> Whoop-dee-doo. Who cares? It was pointless. Yes. Um, <laughs> X-Men are the bad guys now. Wow, I thought this is the totally one. I thought over. this was the one that... I thought Powers, this was the one that kind of sets everything makes up. You, Literally, makes, the makes, whole point of the story is Moyer has a big secret that they're not telling the rest of the X-Men. The big secret is... Wait, wait. But she's they always lose. Yes, and we have, oh, we, have oh. we have a we have a foolproof plan now. But by the way, if there's anyone that can tell the future, we need to get them out of here and, and they can never come here. All right, cool. There's this massive gaping hole in X Men of all fucking care of all the fucking franchises, the most time traveling motherfuckers in, in the Marvel universe. They can't have any fucking futured sight people. All right, cool, All whatever. Right, so you didn't you didn't like the issue. I don't even like the X Men anymore. Because <laughs> um, they're not X Men. They're the, the assholes. Yes. Um, Batman. Uh, Batman's Grave Number One. I liked it. I liked it too. Seemed unnecessary. Um, uh, uh, Flash eighty. Oh man, do I even remember what happened? Oh yeah, Barry dies. Cool, cool Again? cliffhanger. Yeah. Black Flash kills him. Suspense. It was good. I liked it. Just Wait, got Barry caught. died. He gets stabbed through the chest at the end by Black Flash. Oh well, he's not dead. dead well, no, yet. no, no, and he's not dead. Dead. He but dead. That's the cliff. That's where it ends. Yeah. With him getting stabbed through the chest with a claw. Okay, you are right. Um, uh, redneck number twenty-four. My pick of the week. Okay. Um, Gwenpool Strikes Back number three. I don't. I don't like this series anymore. It's. <laughs> You want to know why? It reminds me of Deadpool, and Gwenpool is not Deadpool. They're written very similar. It's why I like Gwenpool. I, well, the, the the her original series, the the uh, Amazing Gwenpool, was better. I thought you didn't read that. I did go back and read it. Yeah, it's slightly better, but but I and I, I it even critiques Deadpool in that series for the reasons I don't like this Gwenpool Strikes Back book. But anyway, uh, what else you got? That's all I got. All right. Unearth for Cullen Bunn. Um, 
it, it's moving on. We're getting into the next chapter. And did anybody else read Shoplifters Will I meant Be to, Liquidated? I don't think I got around to it. I liked it. It's fucking goofy, but... It reminded me of more of um, everything and it's, uh, Ice Cream Man. Was it more of that? It's a little bit more on the everything side of it. I don't so need to read three of the same books. <laughs> so, but it's... It, Anyone it was, read the Guinness, cool. uh, the Guinness Book of Records winning, award-winning book? Uh, the Spawn? 301? Spawn 301? Yeah. No. No. I didn't either. Yeah. I, I, tr- I wanted to, but I couldn't get through it. All right. That All wraps right. it up. All right. And that's a wrap. Um, On the ninth. Oh, Absolute Carnage, Miles Morales. Might oh, be that my was favorite. A, that was the third one. The, yeah, it was the third one. That um, might be my favorite tie-in so far. What happened? The whole series, one? or just that book? Just that book. He finally gains control of the symbiote. Oh, okay. On to October sixteenth, the week of October sixteenth, which last week. Right. Well, they don't know that. They don't know that. They, know, they I mean, they know it now. They now they know it. Oh, don't worry. For them, it's like a month and a half ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Anyone listening to this, if time travel has been invented by the time you hear this, how does Doomsday Clock end? It's a trick question. We won't it's find out until next year. It, it time travel comes out before Doomsday Clock comes out. So this week of ten twenty three. No, ten sixteen. Oh, ten twenty three is okay. today. Is, yeah, yeah. Okay. I got robbed the wrong bag. Okay. Do you want to start it off, or um, you looking for your books? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out which one where they were. Okay. You want to start us off? I can start us off. If Go you ahead. Want. Hi, I'm Dave. Hi, Hi Dave. Princess. Really? Uh, We're going to go back Snowflake. to that? Really? Snowflake. Uh-huh. 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 So, Absolute Carnage number four. Okay. Um, things happen. Things do happen in this. Sort of. Um, Venom Hulk is fighting Carnage in this one. And Yeah, you know what? I don't like this one. I didn't either. I didn't like this one. You didn't this like my that? least favorite. I didn't like that. Absolute uh, Carnage book I didn't like that's that come the, out so far. I didn't like that Venom Hulk fucking sucked. Yeah, yeah. He didn't do I, anything. I, I, that it was, was a big that disappointment. Was like, there was um, all of this this build up. Oh, it's Venom Hulk and I didn't like how Ed, I didn't like how Eddie fucking had any fucking chance against the Carnage zombies. Like he ran in there. I understand he had cap shield, but like there's not a there's no fucking way. A regular dude would be able to fucking do anything. Dude, it's adrenaline, it's fight or flight. Uh, I'm yeah, just saying. But these are fucking alien fucking zombies. And he's not really doing that good shit. of a job with them. Let's put it that way. Well, yeah, okay. no, I, I, I didn't like it. They pretty much made Cletus more powerful, and the whole thing with Venom going is, I'm gonna go with Hulk, and you know, because I need somebody strong enough to do it, and then totally got jobs. He didn't yeah. do anything, yeah. He Carnage just kind of is stronger, and it's just, it's fucking, I don't know. I didn't like it. And uh, well, It's not that he's stronger, it, but he kind of peeled the symbiote off of Hulk. So he didn't Again. damage Hulk at all, yeah. but he was able to kind of revert him back into banner form, even though it's the middle of the night, which was weird. Or at least it's raining, and it looked like it was middle of the night. I don't know. Um, anyway. I, don't, yeah. I liked it. I mean, I liked the, I liked the 
the designs on um, all these new symbiote characters we're getting. They're not it, new it, characters, it, but new costume designs every time they upgrade. Them. I thought like, the ending was until, great. Until he goes like fucking final form, perfect cell or whatever, yeah. and Gohan has to fucking Kamehameha wave him. <laughs> who fucking who knows what's gonna happen? So, but, uh, but I like this issue. I, I really did too. Did. I, I'm with Jimmy on this. I I did really like this issue. Yeah, it was kind of disappointing with the uh, Venom Hulk, but um, but let's be honest, that's a relationship that shouldn't work. And right. Cletus is all symbiote driven now. Right. So the way they handle it, I thought is that's kind of how it would go down. You think? Plus, but, but plus it, 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 it wasn't like a fully involved Hulk yeah. because he had dissension with the, the different personalities. Right. So Still, it would have been so much. There's so much missed opportunity there, in my opinion. I did not like his design either. Like the half, it was kind of like, I don't know. You, you was, would think it, if he's going to absorb compared the, to the compared to the suit upgrade that fucking Cletus got. Yeah. This like Savage Hulk didn't even come close. But or I mean, uh, Venom Hulk didn't even come close. But. I guess what happens in the end is that Eddie gets the codices pulled from all the heroes Cap that have and gone Wolverine the... and, and Thing, and he's able to create like a mishmash symbiote from that. It's not Venom though, because Venom's absorbed into Cletus now, yep. although he looks like Venom, um, and he's got the wings and stuff. So, I guess his codice in his back kind of has that wing power or is remembers his wing power. I guess. I don't know. It's from the, yeah, I guess. From when he was yeah. the dragon or whatever yeah. it was. Right. I, I loved it. it. I mean, it, the stakes were raised again. Yeah. It, this is the second last issue or is this a six-parter? Five. Um, I think it's five. So I think yeah, it's five. Yeah, this is five. So this is, so this is the second last, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I didn't expect this, the Hulk to really make a difference. I knew that he was going to get overpowered because, again, they had to raise the stakes in the second last well, issue. Not only but, that, but with everything going on in the actual Hulk book, you knew he wasn't going to be a key player in this. Right, absolutely. Um, but, I mean, I, I I just thought there were a lot of missed opportunities. Just wait until you read 25. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, I lied. I did read one book this week. <laughs> Are you telling me that Immortal was actually your first book read this week? It usually is. Oh, yeah? Yeah, same, same here. I, I, I didn't expect to be on the podcast this week, so I didn't read anything until the last minute today, so I was only catching up on last or yeah last week. So we've been doing another... All right. Um, you want to do the Avengers? Hi, I'm Josh. Hi, Hi Josh. Hi, Josh. I'm going to do Absolute Carnage, the Avengers number nice. one. Nice, you did it while Jimmy was taking a sip. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, technically, oh, Jimmy goes revenge. after Dave, so it, it threw everyone off, I guess. This was better. Um, it wasn't... There's it wasn't. I, I'm indifferent on this. If I I kind of liked it, but it, like it, it's it's okay. I like you know it's, I liked the, the most in this the way the thing was portrayed. Yeah, yeah. Um, art wise, especially because he is larger than life in this, and a lot of the other ones he's like only slightly taller than people and like a little bulky. This one he's he's fucking huge. He's Hulk size. Yeah. Um, which is very appropriate. Um, but this is again just kind of a pointless story. Yeah, a little bit, but it kind of this is all before it kind of explained they, why these guys again. It's 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 why they go. It's why they're involved they're in, in the, the first. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which again, originally it kind of made sense they were there because they were symbiote carriers or codice guys, but now it explains why they actually are literally there. So I thought it was better. Um, I like the Hawkeye stuff. Yeah, the Hawkeye stuff was good, um, but I mean. 
I could have not read this and I wouldn't have felt like I you wouldn't have anything. missed it. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's kind of what they're going with with the tie-ins. Well, they've been doing that for a while, except, and except, it's not just limited. Except to the multiple, uh, I think the multiple uh, issue ones like the Deadpool, the Scream, Miles. Uh, Miles. I haven't read any of those, and I don't think I've missed anything. Yeah, he, he really hasn't. He's right. Yeah. But it I mean, adds more depth. It to adds the story. more depth to. I the don't feel like this really added depth to the story. It's just kind Not of this one. Yeah, it's the first one that didn't add depth to the story and kind of just explained. No, why yeah, because honestly, the the one shot ones are pretty much the only ones I've read, which were this Hulk? one and the Hulk one, which I read those because I wanted to know why those characters were even in Absolute Carnage and that didn't answer those questions. So, I, I don't know. I. I I didn't need those, the explanation. I guess I did for the Hulk one, but yeah. this one I didn't necessarily need because it kind of explained it in the main one. So, anyway. And the other one that would be left on this one this week would be the Absolute Carnage Scream number three. Well, we have Deadpool too. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'll let you do. Um, I don't have it on. So, there. Scream. And how? I liked this one. I did like this one. I liked that well we kind of change again um a couple times I now think. uh was it patricia patricia is now dead yep and then the other girl danny, danny who was mania yep. right right is she's not is she still mania or no no, no she's now she's scream. had that voice and now she's scream and because she was so tied to a uh, symbiote before, and she has this extra, the kind of demonic demonic powers. It just makes her. Well, even... yeah, because she still has her uh, spirit of vengeance thing going on, right? I don't with, know that with, it's with a spirit screen. of. Well, but yeah, she, there's yeah, some demonic whatever, power. Yeah, there. the so, so yeah. Well, but it also it makes sense now that there's going to be a scream series after this. Yeah. It's like oh. Okay, well there we go. Now there's a reason for it. So, so yeah, I I like this one. I thought it was pretty cool. All right, for our last uh, absolute carnage book for the week. Hi, I'm Jimmy. Hi, Hi Jimmy. Jimmy. Absolute carnage versus Deadpool number three. So in this one, uh, Deadpool again meets back up with Spider-Man after getting uh, molded by. One of the Carnage zombies with Wolverine claws. Well, that's Norman Osborn, isn't it? Yeah. Um, they don't really explain why he has the claws and not just, but I don't know. But whatever. he's making like axes and claws. What well, it, it, it explains of... that in uh, the Absolute Carnage series. Then it, yeah, it does yeah. explain it there. I was confused. I read this. Oh before. yeah, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Oh, um, he's got tentacles with actual suckers too. But they catch Spider Man. Deadpool's like, I know the perfect thing to do. He's like, I'm going to trade him for me. Spider-Man's like, they have me, you idiot. Now they have both of us. And, of course, Deadpool does what Deadpool does, and he hands over a big bag of dynamite and blows up the underground lair, um, cutting himself in half. And uh, they pull out, obviously, his spine, and they think they have his codex. Meanwhile, he's then being... Uh, taken care of as his legs regrow and he learns to walk again and spider-man's helping him hand and foot and he drops uh do, do they do the freaky little baby feet no but oh. he, he drops a 
Thanos action figure on the ground, goes, walks over, picks it up, and Spider-Man's like, what the fuck? He's like, oh, yeah, I I know how to still walk. He's like, I, I didn't forget how to walk. He said, but it was nice you took care of me. <laughs> um, and that's where it ended, so... This didn't really have consequence to the overall story outside. So they of... didn't get his codexes. Well, no, they pulled out part of his spine when his he blew himself in half. Okay, so they did get his. That's what it's to have you believe, right? But no, it was it was good. It was kind of a that's kind of the comedic break for this yeah, series. Yeah, because I I only got about halfway through that one. All right, segueing into. Spider-Man number two by Henry and J.J. Abrams. There was a better segue. (laughs) Segwaying into a good book, at least. Oh, well, we're not going to do that. We're going to we're going to go into that Spider-Man two. You're just going to torture J.J. Abrams Boogaloo. Yes. Um, I didn't. It was. I, I, it's selling well. We told you the first one was bad, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I said the first, I bitched about the first one because I didn't know when it was. So, so you're going to torture yourself with the second one. Second one wasn't as bad. Not good, but yeah, it not wasn't as good. Bad. So still not good. Not great. We're his continuing girl. on now is that girl that he was in detention with. Uh, she's. Thinks they're like, going shows to cosplay. Up at school yeah. and is yeah. like, I thought she was covered in blood. Yeah. And nope, it's spray paint. She dresses up as a superhero, has spray paints like all these corporate companies that have greed. Yeah. And she, uh, she's like, well, you can go with. And he just burnt the suit. And May's like, yeah, your your dad had more. She's like, that's the coolest cosplay costume ever. Until they get in trouble and he uses web shooters which... and yeah he and so then this also summons the uh cadaver is yeah that whatever his name is something like that this this gets him all riled up because he's he's getting feel uh, feelings or connections to spider-man and then peter sees sees something on the news and leaves his gig where he's ever at in whatever country and then comes in and that's how it ends. And once again, Peter's a dick because like he's walking over and there's this little girl crying and her mother was just like caught in like a building that was bombed. And you're thinking, oh, he's going to go console her. Nope. He takes a picture of it. It's like, I hate the way they, they just do not. What not they do, Peter Parker at all. What they do to Peter Parker in this is well, John Wick, isn't he? No, 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 he's a what? complete asshole. I just can't can't Keanu Reeves. Did you read this? Fuck no. Seriously, go go to it. Like there's this, and it's like, oh, you know that Spider-Man always kind of goes through. No, I think it's. Yeah, I think it's yeah. No, it might be before that. But he's there's this girl like literally her parent is crushed, and Peter's like walking up and like nope, clicks a picture of it. Like, what a fucking dickhead. It's it's somewhere in one of the flash things. There. Yeah. Like Caesar walks up like, nope, I'm gonna take a picture. Like, fucking asshole. It's you the find- claw. Anyone that has a, a a hook for a hand is an asshole. And you find out all the Avengers are dead except for Tony Stark, because they. So they don't get, have to write them. They try to get a comment 
about Spider-Man being back from him and he declines and he's the only surviving member. Of course he is. <laughs> yeah, because that's the one that would have lived, y'all. Right. Anyway. Okay. Any other Marvel? I'm done with Marvel. Um, oh, go ahead. Guardians of the Galaxy 10? It's okay. This is my pick of the week. My pick of the week. I loved it. Everything I like the it. art a lot. I loved it. I I thought it was great. I uh, liked how how Matt, Rocket Matt. was um, really frail without yep. being into the suit, and and now he's pretty much has to be in the suit. Yeah, so now he's Optimus Prime, Rocket, whatever. He's he's <laughs> Jane Foster Thor. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, yeah. We get I, we get I I. Love Drax. Peter Quill is such a fucking asshole. Well, <laughs> hasn't that been his MO throughout? Oh the... my god! Yeah, yeah, but, but this Kate's really Kate's comes knows out. How to yeah. run, like... Oh my god! It is it is so crazy. But uh, in the cocoons, it's all full of Draxes. Yeah. Oh, so it's not our huh? theory. No, 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 it's all. But little baby Magnus or Kid Magnus, whatever. He's fucking an he's, OG. He's Magus. awesome. Magus, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he literally went and he's like, I don't want to be around. And they found out who he was and they tried to kill him. He's like, and he tried to kill me. So I had to fucking kill him. There's like, well, the Universal Life Church is back. He's like, you know what? I'm kind of getting bored here anyways. Let's fucking do it. Yep. And then he, uh, he kind of saves Peter at the last because Peter's dad is like, kill him. Yeah, he tells Drax Peter, just, yeah. yeah. Yeah, all the Draxes or Drax size. The destroyers. And, yes. Is what Drax calls them, my destroyers. And uh but no, this was uh this was really good. I loved it. Yeah, I'm interested to see cuz clearly there's going to be a definitive end at this to set up a reboot in yeah, two, we have issues. two more issues. Yeah. Two issues, mm-hmm. so. And then uh Al Ewing takes over. Yeah, or do we know are they renumbering? Yeah, or? it's going to be a number 1. Okay. And Rocket's on the first cover, so... Dude, Ewing is going to be writing a ton. That and Immortal Hulk. Yeah, it's just... Those and movies. Valkyrie. What else was he writing? There was one other one. Well, Valkyrie, I'm pretty sure, is a mini. Is it? Yeah. Is it? I think so. Is it? I don't know. I don't think so. Oh. I don't think so either. Um. Anyway. But, uh, yeah, I really, really like Oh, this. no, you have Contagion. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Savage oh. Sword of Conan number ten. I forgot this thing was still going on. Um, well, the last issue was the end of that arc. This is a new arc. Um, it was good. Is this the one that he was gambling in the last? No, that story? was the last. Yeah, arc. that was the last arc. This is a new arc where he uh, gets hired by this wealthy noblewoman to escort her to find where her missing brother is. Her missing brother was looking for some sort of treasure, and. She had the map, memorized it, and then burned it. And Conan's like, well, you're an idiot now because if you get captured, they can torture it out of you rather than just stealing it from you. Which, they get jumped by um, some guys in the hills that they're traveling through. Um, and Do they have eyes? The hills. They, uh. No, but the guys in the hills have eyes. Uh, and he, he basically says, I know what your laws are. I'm going to challenge your, your hetman, which is your, you know, your, your boss. If I can beat your boss, I become the new boss. And they're like, well, what makes you think you can beat me? And he he talks about like all these other conquests he's done. And, the, and everyone there is like, hey, well, maybe you should actually fight him. 
but uh, instead they throw a net on him and, and like knock him out with a rock. Um, and some of the some of the men are like questioning their leader's authority and stuff like that now. But um, they end up capturing the woman, and they're like, "We're gonna kill you unless you take us to where this treasure is, and we're gonna leave Conan here to fucking die on a tree or whatever." For whatever reason, the guy does not kill him. He's like, "I'm not gonna I'm not gonna split his guts open now. I'm gonna go find this treasure and then kill him with a golden dagger." And they're like, "All right," which means you're Dude, you fucking. How many idiot. times has Conan been on a tree to die? Every time. Including the movie. Yeah. Why not just stab the fucker? Instead, they're just like, we're going to tie him up. We'll come back for you later. You, you've escaped 50 times, but 51 times is kind of pushing it. That's not going to happen. <laughs> but hey, it's 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 more the same, which is good. I I mean, it's it's not really pushing any boundaries or anything. It's just, hey, more Conan, which Conan does what he does, and it's I like it, so. Anything else? Um, Contagion 3. You'd like Continues. To go, go ahead. It's it's a lot of fun. So like I said, it's just B horror movie stuff. It's a lot of fun. Okay. Um, uh, Ed Bryson, it's written well. I I like it. I just don't care about the actual subject matter. Yeah, but it's it's five issues in and out done. You know, it's all over. You know, nothing to take serious. Just something fun. So. So it is worth checking out, and then that should leave us with X Men number one. Number one. I got halfway through this and stopped reading it because I don't care. Um, I think it's the logical place where this needs to be. It's a terrible number one as a number one issue goes, and but is, where they're the at in the story. This is the one book that Hickman's staying on. Hickman's staying on this, and he's doing one of the other X Men books. It's is written. It, is it it's, Excalibur? No. No, he's not on Excalibur. Uh, X-Force? I was going to say it might be X-Force. Okay. I, look, I... So, my question is, is uh, Scott getting a little uh-uh on the side from Magneto's daughter? Polaris? Kind of. Right. Kind of seems yeah. uh, They're very... That, I know her and Alex were a thing at one time. I didn't even read this. So, <clears throat> yeah, your X-Men guy doesn't read any X-Men books right now. So the only funny, the only good part was when a bunch of gorillas attacked them, and he, and Cyclops goes, "On your right, be careful. They're sure to be savvy. They all have PhDs." Hilarious. Everything else, garbage. I, I mean, not garbage, but like no, it wasn't garbage. Look, it's just after everything Dave went through and and fucking struggled to get through every fucking book because everyone was shitting on him constantly because of how crazy and and like nonsensical it was. They this reboot just, the entire X Men stuff, and it's and like it's I don't know who any of these fucking and they're characters domesticated because now who they the got fuck what any they of these people are other than like Cyclops, and I don't know who Polaris is. I mean, as someone that has barely read any X Men, if this is supposed to be a jumping on point, which it should be, because there's so many fucking X Men books coming out. This number is ones, not a jumping on point no, at absolutely all. No, why is Cable a fucking? I I know why Cable's a young guy, but why the fuck is Cable a young guy? Because I didn't touch on that. Through either of the, the house, house or powers, powers. Yeah. was Cable even in House or Powers? No, no, nope. I didn't think so. Um, but why are all the new young mutants aliens? Well, my pro- my problem with Cable also is he's like in his early twenties, but they portray him here like he's a fucking twelve year old. What's up with Cyclops's lips in this panel? That fucking <laughs> bothered me so. It's like two pieces of shit. I don't know. It's like he just fucking oh, ate a fucking yeah. fudge sickle, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> but I mean, the rest of the art's beautiful. Uh, I, I, mean, I got, who I like got, a fudge sickle? I got to this point, and I was like, wow, this looks a lot like fucking Powers of Ten. I'm done. 
<laughs> this <laughs> this futuristic fucking everyone's a robot. I didn't care. Was the rest of it worth reading? The the Logan stuff was good because yeah. They, I mean, they, well, I mean they, throw his, Logan. they throw a steak on the grill, and it's like, this grill is pow- powered by me and the fires of my soul. And he's like, you're burning it, bub. It's like, <laughs> it's like I want mine I want mine rare. He's like, here's medium rare. It's like, me and you were going to fight. He's like, it's a time of peace. Like, you can just tell Logan is miserable. Was it bird of beef? It, Nothing it, quite like bird of beef. No. It, but, yeah, I mean, it's, they're, they're domesticated and you know because it's like oh this is what happens when they're treated as a sovereign nation again it makes logical sense for being the next place in the storyline but as a number one issue it's not gonna hook anybody in it was like hey why do the x-men hate all humans like everybody like it doesn't matter who the fuck they were and apparently alex and gene and their whole family lives on the moon sure alex is with gene now well, this is the Summers book, pretty much. Yes, the that's Summers what, family. Th- that's what they're toting that as, yeah. the X Men as the Summers family. Yeah, and that's kind of what this so is. I, so I, I was hoping that this would be a good jumping on point. I had a lot of faith in Hickman, and the end of that run and that's wasn't only... so terrible that I wouldn't give these all a chance. I'll probably read all the number ones, but I, I mean, if this was the first one they're going to start with, to like kind of be like, all right, here we go, we're getting started. Like the that Powers of Ten and House of X was like. The fucking does it have going a up leggy the roller number? coaster? Roller coaster. Uh, yes, it does. Six forty-five. So did, I wasn't impressed. Did the last one end with six forty-four, or did they count House and Powers as leggies? Uh, do not remember. I can check. Hang on. Where the fuck am I? There we go. Powers was. Well, I don't know. They didn't show any leggy numbers on oh, Powers they didn't. Or House. Yeah, all right. I just didn't know if they were counting those twelve books. Because it'd be I a very Mar- I thought they a, did. It'd be a very Marvel thing to do to get them to big six fifty coming up. Yeah. Just like DC's doing with uh, Wonder Woman seven fifty. Well, I don't know what they're going to do with the Marauders and all that other stuff. I don't know if they're going to count any like. Well, X Force is leggy. I did see that. Okay. Yeah, but for X Force. So is this the legacy sense. of Uncanny? Yes. Yeah. I don't know why they wouldn't make the, the legacy of the actual X-Men book being called the X-Men. I don't know. Well, Uncanny is... Yeah, but you know what I mean. The 90s book. Because that went up to... That's like... tied in with the legacy numbers oh, is of it? Uncanny. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. And History of Marvel, I, uh, number four. I this assume... is the 80s and 90s um, uh, version, so it was... Really yeah. cool. I assume it's good. I, like, yeah, I, no, I heard it's this great. is probably one of the best ones because a lot of people well, this that is, I talked to uh, grew up reading this. Like I said, I'm, yeah. I'm going to buy... Th- this hits all the 80s and 90s. I do want to go through and read all the... Um, so it goes up to um, Onslaught? I, yeah, yeah, that, I know it includes it ends Secret at, Wars it and the Clone Saga and... Onslaught, because uh, uh, Franklin ends genocide. the Onslaught yeah. thing. So, so yeah, so that's where it is. So this is one that... I'm sure they'll come out with a hardcover trade of. I'll pick that hardcover trade up and I'll read it in that format. I think it'd be sure. good, like probably as a continuous da- sit, sit down, down for a few hours and oh, yeah, enjoy that's what, it. Yeah, that's what. And that's what I'm looking doing. forward. I might to that. read the last one, um, in the issue just to see what happens with uh, Galactus and Franklin. But on to DC. No more Marvel. Nope. No. Nope. Wow. That's the last one. 
Um, Batman, 81, Showdown. Oh, my God. So I like problems with this. I okay, so go ahead. I hated this. Um, the art. Fucking horrendous. Holy shit. Was it not good? This is now the second time in the City of Bane story that we've gotten a book that basically was a big summary of everything. And just so you know, I do have a copy that I think we're going to use for um, anniversary sale that's signed by Tom King and Mitch. Because Mitch did the backup story. So. Um, um, so this is where we get Batman. Batman's See, plan. story-wise, all right. So you so guys okay. didn't like it when you're Damien's okay. telling him you're not family, and then the Bat family shows up afterwards. I thought the that Bat was cool. The Bat family shows up. Beats, and then gets job. Beats the fucking shit out of Thomas. Yes. And then and gets job. And then job. he beats them up. Give me a fucking break. Yeah, that part break. I didn't, yeah. I didn't not I a single understand. one should have lost one-on-one aside from Duke because he's a new guy. But Thomas Wayne hasn't even been Batman that long. He was a doctor for half of his fucking life. He's not as powerful as Batman. If it was Batman versus all of them, sure, I could argue that maybe no. he could take all of them except for Orphan. But Orphan, give me a fucking break. I would say... Or- I would take... I would take... And is, it be, is, is Orphan talking in full sentences now? I don't think she talks at all. No. Who was the chick with the arrow? Uh, the Huntress. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He fucking jobs Which, him. When was the last time we've seen the Huntress as part of the Bat family? Right. Yeah. Like. A while ago, like, but yeah. Thank I, fuck. Thank fuck Dick Grayson was spared from this embarrassment. <laughs> thank it's Fucking fuck. embarrassing. That, oh my God. I was like, like, what in the fuck is happening? And up until that point, I'm like, okay, this is doing a and good point. And they fuck but, him up. Like, bending fucking steel rods, smacking him against the head. head. His face is clearly caved in here with a punch from Batwoman. Nope. My problem is that it, it set up like, okay, how how did he drop Damien before? And that was all part of the plan. Mm-hmm. Now, is Alfred dead? Or isn't he? Because they're See, all See, I think with this, it kind of screws everything up because the whole time, I think think bruce had everything in control evidently he doesn't because all the things that he had planned now are fucked up like, well, that's the and i think fa- that's why i liked it the joker's so. clay face that carried over so i thought clay i thought face was Al- part of the detective comic storyline yeah, i don't know yeah. how he's back to life because well, i know right, he disappeared he's after dead he, isn't he he got no. shot and he kind of disappeared and used that as an, a way to get no, away touch it. but there is no fucking way the Joker is going to let someone gallivant around as, as him. him. He's busy in fucking Justice League shit. I was okay with that. Um, I But I didn't like how it basically says, oh, Batman wasn't... Batman needed to let Bane think he won so that he could... He needed to think make Bane think that he broke the bat, but he didn't. He knew this the whole time, which means the last fucking 40 issues or 30 issues or so that we read were completely fucking pointless. You just strung us along for like a year and a half, and it's like, what the fuck? I, oh my god. Oh, and. I can't wait for this to be over. They bring up how they now have the last of the Super Venom for Gotham Girl, but they want that a secret, so Bane thinks he still has it. Then why tell fucking Magpie to tell him? 
like everything that they say in this one that would give them the contradicts upper hand everything is, else. I don't know. This issue, this has been, this is the worst issue since the wedding. Wow. Um, I hate this more than the wedding. I hate oh, this, this out of the entire run. This, this is, is the, the wor- worst. This is the worst issue of the entire Rebirth run. Absolutely. Because honestly, honestly, any other well. artist, I still would have a lot of problems with this. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it's compounded with the fact that the art's fucking off. Like, oh my God, is it bad? Yeah. I, like the last, the last issue was great. But had the shit art. Yeah, I didn't think I had a problem with the last issue, um, except the art. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I now I, I kind of feel me. like I feel like maybe this was so. This felt like it had to be rewritten to fit with the rest of the issues. Like if he had those fifteen more issues, he wanted to go to a hundred. It might have played you know, out a little to go bit to better. Five, right? Yeah. Originally. Yeah. Twenty or more issues. One hundred four. Maybe could explain but, yeah. it better, but this was like. This was like. Does it feel like it was rushed? Yeah, it, this was like one of those things where it's like, oh, you woke up and it was the whole series was a dream. It's like, well, what the fuck am I doing then? It's like one of those. My, literally, the only thing I can think where this is going that would make sense is that this is still Batman of- playing into their hands. That's the only way you explain Thomas Wayne dropping the entire Bat family. Orphan would fucking yeah, mop I mean, the floor with him. Yes. Absolutely, Damien would. Yep. Honestly, Damien and Orphan, totally unhinged, would beat the shit out of Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I wouldn't say Damien, but I'd say absolutely Orphan, for sure. I don't think Damien could beat Batman. You don't? No. Not a chance. It'd be close. I think Damien would beat... Oh, man. Just remember, Damien didn't have that limit to begin with. He was killing at what age five? Yeah. yeah. So he he only got that moral code. So if Damien c- c- comes completely unhinged versus a versus a not unhinged Batman, I don't think Batman has it in him I, to yeah. ki- to kill Damien. No, no, absolutely no. not. But if they were f- to fight until but one I was do unconscious, think Damien has it in him to kill Batman. No, no, because if sure, Batman sure. went to his full potential, could be he'd be hard to beat. Yeah, I, I I don't think Damien could be Batman. And, uh, at his current age, no. But well, I don't think Orphan would beat him right now either. But has potential I think to. I think Orphan would absolutely fucking destroy Batman. She is she is the the best close quarters combat fighter in the entire. Other than what like Karate Man. <laughs> Aside from him, no one else. I mean that's just my opinion. Um, yeah, but you hang out with Joe, so. <laughs> nope, this book was bad. Joe would say that Batman's unbeatable. Joe would be okay with this book. He would say whoever's wearing the cowl cannot be can, cannot be beaten, and he would be like, that's why Thomas Wayne didn't lose that fight. He would also say the only way it could be any better if Bendis wrote it. <laughs> this is true. The backup story uh, um, was fucking weird. Yeah. 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 With fucking uh, Harvey just dancing in the rain when the... With a bullseye painted, painted on him. Joker smile? Yeah. And who, then, who then in the... Sky- I think he has the... It looked... Well, maybe it's just the color. It looked like he had the Riddler hat on, but I guess yeah, it's just Yeah, it, it the- does look like the Riddler's hat as well, yeah. And this uh, thing in the sky... They had to do a tie into the fucking You're the Villain shit. Yeah, which all of them 
I guess had this week. Yeah. Yeah, I hope this is a like a one-off stinker. But wow. Y- yeah, kind of. I don't know how you recover from this. Like I said, the only way you recover This is the is... last one that's going to have GRJR on the art, yeah. right? Okay. Thank good. God. I think the only way you recover is like the rest I said, of it is Tony Daniel. Tony Daniel, yep. Okay. I really think the only way you recover from this is this is just more of Batman's manipulation. Because Batman doesn't beat his children, he just communicates that way. That's what I'm gonna start doing to you, Josh. I'm, to piss me <laughs> off. I'm not beating you, I'm just communicating, communicating a message. I hope you understand it. Well, let me uh torture you guys a little bit more and do Superman year one part three. Of three. Um, oh my god, this was bad. Uh, did any of you guys read this? Nope. nope. Alright. Uh, Pitter patter. Let me page through it real quick. Uh, Superman does Superman shit, and um, he gets his job at the Daily Planet. He puts together his disguise for, as Clark Kent. Um... But uh, it's uh, it's he meets, pointless. He meets Batwoman. Cat he, he meets Wonder Woman and Batman, um, and they do like a weird. Hey, give me those bedroom eyes, Wonder Woman. I'm Superman. We're both fucking gods. Let's fuck. And they don't fuck. But like, what the fuck? Uh, Lex shows up at some point and just fucking broods. Um, tries to pit Superman against Batman. Batman or Superman flies over to Gotham to talk to Batman. He says Martha ends the fight. Well, I mean, ba- <laughs> Batman immediately just tries to beat the shit out of him and can't, which is stupid. Um, he wouldn't do that. I know he did it in Batman vs Superman movie, but it was just this terrible movie. Um, Wonder Woman stops the fight though, just like in the movie, sort of, not really, but um, it wasn't good. I, oh god. It wasn't good. This whole series sucked. I, I I mean, it doesn't hurt anyone. It didn't hurt anyone. It's not like any of it's going to be fucking paid attention to, like, canon-wise or anything like that. It's cool to see Frank Miller is doing better health-wise and stuff, because I know he was doing pro- shitty for a while there. But uh, Clearly there's some mental deterioration it, there. <laughs> I don't know why this is what he chose to do first, but whatever. I mean, if every once in a while we get a good Frank Miller book, I'll allow it. I'm okay with it. But when was the last really good Frank Miller book? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, once in a while, this come around. <laughs> once in a while. I don't know. Could this have been better with different art? Probably not. But uh, there you go. That's it. It's done. All right. Tales from the Dark Universe number one. Uh, Jimmy, you did not read it. Josh, did you? I did. Um, Batman so- Nightfall. Batman Nightfall, basically what we got in this book is um, Tempest Fugit. Temp- Tempest Fugonaut. Yeah, Tempest Fugonaut is looking through the dark universes, universes to find some hope of a hero's... To- He's looking for worlds that aren't falling to the darkness so that he can recruit the heroes of that universe. Well, the right heroes to right. combat whatever crisis is coming that they keep referring to. Mm-hmm. So... In this one, we see what would have happened if when Batman tried to take the cowl back from Azrael after Bane broke his back, if Azrael would have won that fight. Yes. And 
It's a very dystopian Gotham. The rest of the world is falling to shit. The rest of the world is shit. It basically um, turns into like almost uh, he becomes Doom. Doctor Doom kinda, a bit, yeah. Where he rules Gotham with like an iron fist. And he calls himself Saint Batman. Um, uh, he has Bruce. He's cut off of all Bruce's limbs. He's just a torso and a head right now. Yeah, he made a promise to visit Bruce once a year to show him what Gotham has become and under his In hopes rule. that Bruce will and every, admit that he was Every right. year he would take off a limb and then he ran out of limbs so he separated the head from the torso but both are still connected to some machine keeping him right. alive. Uh, and then... Um, Bane's son and Shiva Bane's daughter. It's Or is it his son? I think it's his son. Are you sure? Yeah. I thought it was a chick the whole time. Nope. Uh, they show up. They're leading a re- uh, revolt in hopes of opening Gotham up to show the... To try and heal the rest of the world. Yeah, so and, uh, they end up using this nanotechnology to make like a, a nanotechnology body for Batman. But they're nanobats. Yeah. Okay, um, and the key to these are he can tear people apart with them, which kind of kills them, but it takes their DNA and he absorbs it back in. So, his, so he's okay with killing people. Killing people because, because he technically they, DNA, li- they live, live on, on in him. him. Yeah, which was fucked. Oh my god! And then Batman turns on, on Bane's kid and right and after Shiva. they have defeated Azrael. after they've defeated Azrael and he's like Azrael is right about one thing: I can only count on myself. Yep. So he turns on them both and then fucking gives a creepy evil smile and he's going full blown evil and yep. And that's when Tempest and, is like, "Well, nope, not this world." This one's fucked. Yep. Let's look at another one. So the next one is going to be the Death of, Death Superman. of Superman, which I've seen previews of and looks fucking amazing. Yes. So uh, I enjoyed this book. This was good. I just didn't have time to because I caught up a few today. I like I like the glimpse into the dark multiverse. Stuff. Yes. Um. Um. Actually, I like this. Now I'm thinking about. It, I like this story so much. This is probably my pick of the week. I'm okay with that. Um, good. I really enjoyed the Nightfall series. It was one of the first series that I actually had to collect all the issues. And to see what would happen if it was a different outcome. Because we had Night's End after the Nightfall, and that was... The common theme in a lot of these is that... Well, that was all part of the Nightfall something, series. Yeah. That, that, that these, Bat- these Bruces have a breaking point. Right. Whether they're held prisoner for 30 years to watch their city be fucking pornographically turned into some fucking dystopian thing while the rest of the world falls into shambles. Uh, okay, sure. Uh, yeah. But I'm looking for, I'm definitely looking forward to more of them. I don't know what yeah. the other ones are, but I know, I know there's death of Superman. I think we're, I think we're going to see a uh, lot of Well, it's, it's each big hero. stories. So it's, uh, death probably... of Superman. It's, I think, Blackest Night. Oh. I wonder if we'll get, um, the Trial of the Flash or something like that. That'd be rad. I don't remember what the Flash one was. Anyway. Metal Men, but number I'm one. down for more. Metal Men number one. Um, this is written by Dan DiDio, art by uh, art by. Well, there's inks and there's colors. Shane Davis, maybe. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so this wasn't bad. I was expecting like them to again pornographically fucking destroy the teen titans for the millionth time as dan didio jerks off in the background while rick gives him a fucking reach around 
Rick Grayson. And um, this wasn't bad. Uh, it's Dr. Magnus, and he's dealing with the fact that um, his metal men, apparently he's had several iterations of them. And, and what ultimately happens is they become sort of self-aware where they're like, hey, what's going on? And he's like, look, you guys aren't artificial intelligence. You're just really, pro really, really good programmed reactionary machines. You have a piece of my soul in you, but only in the form of code that tells you how to react to things. And beyond that, you're just robots. You you can't think for yourself. And they get pissed off. So he has a failsafe where he just snaps his fingers and turns them off and he has to rebuild them where they don't remember this part. And then they go and do their thing again until they remember again. And then he has to do the same thing over and over again. Um, up until uh, there's this crew that is digging into Challenger's Mountain, which was from the Dark Knight's or the Dark, Me Dark Knight's Metal uh, storyline. It apparently left Gotham, the mountain itself, and came up outside Detroit, which is why they're the Metal Men's problem, because the oh, Metal Men okay. are stationed in Detroit. I don't know why they're there, but... Um, I mean, I can see it teleporting away because it teleported into Gotham. Yeah, so but... it teleports there, they're digging into it, and they find out that it has the richest vein in the entire world of Nth Metal, which is a psychic metal, and it reacts to their presence when they get there. And all of a sudden, Dr. Magnus gets a call after he de deactivates his robots, and they're like, hey, we want you to look at this metal. And he's like, oh, cool. Well, that's it's cool that you guys are recognizing me for my talents. They're like, well, it's not us that's recognize you. It's the metal. And the metal it shows has this body form, and it's saying, Magnus, Magnus, bring me Magnus. Um, and he's like, all right, great. Maybe this will be the key to unlocking true artificial intelligence if living metal was actually calling out to me. So I'm interested to see where it goes. Um, I don't know that I like their like really tying the metal stuff in it again because and we had what seen if, they, anything... if there was one fucking team in DC that should have been part of the metal series earlier metal it would have been metal men so yeah. i mean i'm okay with it I, it would be cool to see i mean this has potential i don't really like how they kind of retcon the metal men into being all just really good programming and yeah, none, none of their personalities were actual real and those characters technically didn't exist they were just programs right um but other than that, the art was really good, and the story was was good. Um, so I'm probably going to read the rest of this. This is, a, a, I think, a maxi series, one of 12. So um, I enjoyed it. Cool. Jimmy, any more DC? Nightwing, number 65. This is just one big fight between... Talon. Talon and Rick. Yeah. And Talon's like, listen... I could never get to you before. Reveals who he is, and Rick doesn't believe. He's like, I can never get to you before because of all the years I'm living with Wayne. But now, now you have a clean slate. Now you have a clean slate, and they develop these goggles that uh, he forces on Rick, and are now giving him false memories of the past twenty years. And now he's a talent, apparently. Well, that's what they're setting up. Yeah. Right. Uh, it was good. It was well written. Yeah, I'm really enjoying um, where they're going. Obviously. This is going to lead to him getting his real memories back. But, no, it was very good. And then Josh will start reading it again. I'll, I think ca I'll he, catch up on the Jurgen stuff. Yeah, you should be reading it now. Yeah. Jurgen's is doing a great job on it. Flash forward number two. Oh, this was fucking god This awful. was so much better than the first issue. Still got awful. Um, I don't, I mean, the art, I don't like Brett Booth's art. It's kind of a bummer, but... um, Tempest Huguenot gives Wally this rod that can fight these... It's basically the the dark multiverse infection 
are, are turning into creatures, and he's able to fight them with this rod. So, um, the Justice League of America from Earth-23, uh, which I hated fucking, um, Vixen. All she does is hiss the entire fuck. It's like I'm reading a fucking Batman book with Catwoman in it. All she does is hiss. That's, every one of her die. oh, and she, she mews. She mews as well. Um, but they they, are, they go off to find um, some more of these creatures to destroy and, and cleanse that Earth-23 when another Earth, cr- like, kind of crashes into it and the retaliators show up from uh, Earth... I don't think it says what Earth they're from, but but it's it's the Marvel characters um, where they have the Avengers, which are the retaliators, and the Zen Men. And Wally West rightfully fucking jobs the shit out of them. Um... Because I don't care who's in the Avengers or the fucking uh, Zen Men or, or X-Men team. I don't think anyone can beat Wally West. Except for maybe the Hulk, but instead of the Hulk, they have the Behemoth. Um, but anyway, uh, they end up sending them back to their world. They thank him for being there. And then they, it were shown at the end, like, in between the Dark Multiverses, there's these statues that are forming. Like these giant, like Mount Rushmore statue busts of the faces of all the people that were killed in um, Heroes in Crisis, and they're just kind of manifesting there. And we see these two disembodied voices talking about why they're like, why are they suddenly here? I don't know. And like, oh, we need to trust Wally, and it turns out to be his kids. So I don't know where the fuck this is going, but it was really fun to see. I like the multiversity stuff, so I like seeing the other Earth characters. Um, it's not often we get to see Valzad, and I don't, actually I don't think that was Valzad. Um, that was just President Superman. Um, but it's cool to see those characters. So this wasn't as bad as the first. It wasn't depressing. Thank God. But uh, I like it better than the first. Um, and then DC just Justice League. All right, I'll do another DC first. Uh, do I have any other ones? I do. Superman Smashes the Clan, number one. Written by Gene Yang. And art by Guri Hiru, uh, which I think is two people. Um, they did the art for Gwenpool, which you can tell it's st- still as fantastic as the Gwenpool book. Um, but this is set in like the, the late 30s, early, early 40s. 40s. Because Superman can't fly in this. In fact, he jumps up onto the telephone wires to run across those so that he doesn't block traffic. Um, but uh, it's you, you. You like this art for Superman book? Yeah, this was great. This is my pick of the week. This was um, this was incredible. Um, it deals with it focuses on a family, uh, this Chinese family that moves from Chinatown to Metropolis, and um, there's like. Uh, the stand-in for the Ku Klux Klan is the the Clan of the Fiery Cross or something like that, and um, the the son in the Chinese family shows up to meet all the neighborhood kids and meets Jimmy Olsen, who's part of this club, not not the Klan club, but uh, this baseball club. He turns out to be the best pitcher there and replaces the the previous pitcher, who is this kid that's kind of a bully. He goes home and tells his his I don't think it's his dad. It's like his uncle or whatever. And his uncle's like, well, we're going to take you to uh, a meeting tonight. And we're going to, you need to, 
we need to get you into the into the clan because these people are trying to replace us in our American way. Um, but it also deals with Superman kind of dealing with his feeling of being an outsider or alien because it, there's flashbacks of him being younger and um, finding out his true origins that he's not from Earth. Uh, and he looks in the mirror every once in a while after he's exposed to some kryptonite and he sees himself as an alien. So he's relating to the young girl in the Chinese family who's also struggling to fit in in Metropolis, even though they're both kind of out of place. So it's it's kind of a fish-out-of-water story, but it's also apparently... This story was originally told on the Adventures of Superman radio show in the 1940s. Yes. Um, and the writer of this listened to that and was inspired to, you know... Adapted in comic book form. Only Paul and Dave would know they were alive then. I listened to it. There's a there's a good write up in the back too from the from the writer, but I guess this is. I mean, at, at least in America, this is probably the first um, Superman story that's written by an or the entire creative team is is Asian, so that's pretty cool too. Um, I I really really enjoyed this, and I mean any any book that has the punching of fucking clan members, I'm all for. So. Uh, I think that's it for me other than Justice League. So, while we have the Superman, what are your thoughts on uh, what Bendis is about to do to Superman? Uh, what's he do about to do to Superman? He's revealing a secret identity. To the world. Okay. Sure, that's a Bendis thing, isn't it? Yeah, kind of. Kind of, Honestly, my, my relationship with DC at this point... If the rumors are true about this 5G shit, after Doomsday Clock, I don't know if I'm going to be reading a lot of DC anymore. Uh, you're um, talking about the whole... Rebooting the entire universe and different... getting rid of all the major characters right. to bring in a bunch of Bendis characters. I mean, I hate to be the third person to fucking sh- trim their, their pull list, Paul, but... Uh... So you'll get one book every month instead of two? Yeah. Whatever Donnie Cates is writing. <laughs> All right, Justice League 34. Um, this was okay. They. This is Scott Snyder fitting 30 pounds of Scott Snyder into a 10-pound bag. Yeah. A lot of stuff happens constantly. You think they're going to get the upper hand on Perpetua, but... They fuck up in the end because Hawkgirl Hawk Girl is stupid. stupid. Yep. And Hawkgirl basically pulls a Peter Quill from Endgame. Yeah. Um, they basically have everywhere where they need everyone where they need them. They're gonna w- save the day, and then she can't help herself but throw a fucking punch at Lex and gets the better of her. Um, so she's basically Perpetua is restored to full power. I think the seventh was the seventh power of the universe, um, faithlessness or something like, uh, or hopelessness know. or something like that. I don't know what it was. But then it shines, and that's what's shining in the sky. That also happened in uh, Nightwing. Nightwing. At the end, they look up at the sky. Yeah, it was at the end of Bat- Batman, too. But she basically grabs Starman and crushes him, and um, that's yeah, that's the end of it. So, all right, whatever. I know this is ending soon. It, it's just kind of... How the hell are they... How the hell are they going to do it? But also, at the same time, I, know, I if, if this 5G sh- shit is what actually is going to happen, then I guess... I don't know. I, I don't... Yeah, but that's really? not supposed to happen till the end of 2020. It's a year away. You think they're going to write Justice League for another year? I don't know. Well, they did say it was year of the villain, so. Anyway, that's it for me for, for DC. Sure. 
All right, on to independence. Um, Gideon Falls, number 17. Excellent. Uh, this is the start of a new uh, story arc, and we have um, Father Fred's. Well, I guess both sides, actually. Yeah, we, we start off sides. with Father Fred. This is a yeah. lot like the first couple issues where we're getting kind of both worlds. Yep. Yeah. Um, I liked it. Uh, we get more into the bishop at the end. Yeah, that we find was out the, the bishop big... is actually a good guy, where at the beginning we thought he was actually the Well, we knew that for smiling six man. or seven yeah, issues. Yeah, but we, you know. Um, but they show him, they show Father Fred that machine again. They're like, hey, we need to send you back to that Gideon Falls. Yeah. Um, Doc wakes up, and when he woke up, he apparently killed some orderlies. That's how it ended, yeah. And that's yeah. how it ended. Well, yeah, he because he's been fighting waking up. Yep. Well, with the smiling man. Yeah, because he, yeah, he, they're both in there, right? Which yeah. is kind of cool. They said the only way you're going to wake up is if I go with you. So we'll see where it goes. No, it was really good. Yeah, really enjoyed it. All right, uh, something's killing the children. Number two. I like this one I a like whole this lot more than I did the first one. Really? It felt really? like, yeah. This well, the just, first one was, first one was just a an setup. advertisement. <laughs> an Apple Beans advertisement. Yeah. An Apple Beans yeah. advertisement. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, get, we, get, we kind of find out more what's going on. Yeah, But it feel like the first one was sort of like, oh, okay, there's monsters, there's this. It was like the premise wasn't something it was new. Awesome. This feels a little different. And this our, one gets the story moving. And is it just me, or is the main character like a young James Tynan? Yes. Like yes, hundred oh, percent. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like he 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 told that artist whoever is on art on this. Werther Deladera. Like, listen, I'm gonna write this story. With the main character, a little kid. Just imagine me, twelve years old. <laughs> <laughs> it was the perfect portrayal of people that work at a restaurant. Yes, it's true. Oh my god. Where they're just like we don't really give a fuck what you do. We're just here to get paid. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to give me 50 bucks to keep quiet about your stuff at a booth, sure. And then if they're like, uh, I'll have the, the the hardest beer you have or whatever and give me a lager that doesn't, doesn't look, taste like water. Yeah, and then he's like, I'll have one too and she's like, no, give him a soda and she just has this defeated look on her face with her arms at her sides like, yeah, okay, whatever. Um but it, 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 the manager of this restaurant, it, his sister's his one sister's of one of the missing. ones that's missing, as opposed to being eaten. So the the girl that's apparently some yeah, sort of a, monster so, hunter. So the, the it seems like there's always one missing from each one of no, these things. Nine dead and what twelve six? missing? Yeah. So she said they, it must be storing its food. Right. right. Uh, um, but is killed- it just from different? No, this Instances? is all in the same time. No, this is all this town. Yeah, she's killed monsters before, but this one in this area is just one monster. Because right. they have a map of, of Yeah, but it's people. not just the one time when, when our no, young no. James Tynan kid. This was from a different incident. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I was wondering if it always left one alive from each it, incident. I mean, it, it's, it doesn't... I don't think there, there's always one. It's just there might be a couple or... Yeah. or it depends okay. on how many kids there are. Um. But uh, she ends up because t- there's one missing from his group, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that must have been why I was thinking there there was because he said one. he knows that all the other ones are dead, 
That's the one he has nightmares about. But though. that's the one that he still has this gut feeling that he's alive somewhere. Yeah. And he asks her, well, what's with the octopus? Don't worry about it. But we find out what's up with the octopus. Yeah, so apparently it, it, it also made it seem like the adults can't see the monsters. Because right. in the no. beginning, the guy is loading into, into his truck and there's a monster standing right next to him and asking right. if anyone's there. So later on in the book, it's revealed that the octopus can talk. But I'm wondering if this is one of those instances where it's like only the kids can see it, sort of thing. And like, are we gonna have an instance well, where like this she, girl, this girl has like, it. oh, her 18th, 20th, first birthday, or whatever the fuck, and now she can't see him anymore, or whatever. So, um, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it could be something. Who yeah, fucking yeah. knows what's going on? Because a lot of weird shit happens in it too. But I mean, this is still very good. Oh, I'm, this was I'm, good. I'm, I like really this one a lot this. more. Steeple number two. Go ahead. <laughs> This, uh, this, again, uh, this, the best thing I've read that's like, yeah, this, this is Parks and Rec meets Preacher. That's what this book is. And it's great. So, uh, our main character, she obviously seen what the, uh, main preacher is doing. And she's like, I'm not doing it. She's like, I'm here to fix the city. She's like, I'm going to get some community efforts. And the, uh. Mrs. C that kind of runs the house. She's like, so we have demons trying to take over the land and you think ha having kids over for teas and tea and biscuits is going to solve everything. It's like, yep. And goes off into town as she does. She convinces this uh, group of kids to help kind of clean up litter and stuff like that. One of these um, monsters come up out of the sea and follows them to the church. The father's about to kill the parent of this, and she's like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? And it turns out that they just shake hands, and he's like, maybe these aren't the devil's creatures, you know? Maybe they're... Did you ever think that the only reason they're trying to kill you is because you're trying to kill them? So she's looking at it a different way. So she uh, goes to her friend that picked her up in the first one that is part of the demonic church, and she's like, yeah, everyone thinks you're a Satanist, and she's like, well... Yeah, I, I am. And she goes to visit her. She's like, uh, now's not a good time. She's like, I I'm fine. I can handle it. She walks in and they're doing like satanic shit, like killing a chicken. And one guy looks at her and is like, this is the part where we get naked. You don't need to get naked until you're comfortable. But just letting you know what's happening. She's like, nope, walks out. And her friend's like, yeah, well, you probably shouldn't have any stop in visits before calling ahead. I don't think our friendship can handle that. Uh, it was good. Um, I'm really enjoying where it's going. It's a different story. The art's uh, odd, but uh, I enjoyed it. Okay. The Mask. I Pledge Allegiance to the Mask, number one. Also uh, written by uh, Christopher, Christopher Cantwell. Uh, Cantwell. Bit of trivia. The Mask is the first comic book series I read. I read oh. most of them that I could find. Um, well, that's good because I have questions. Uh, this is a continuation of those stories. That's what I was wondering um, because there's characters in here that I don't know, but they evidently mean something, the movie, right? The movie that... Um, well, so far, it doesn't seem like any of the original characters are in this. I mean, clear, the, the, the original series was... The first The first guy was Stanley Ipkiss, which is the guy Jim Carrey played in the, in the mm -hmm. Mask movie. But in the in the book, he's dead by like issue five or six. Um, 
Yeah. Well, and the mask basically, there is no main character in the ma- the the original mask stories. It just jumps from person to person. They fuck shit up, and he doesn't really seem to have an agenda. It just see, either makes their life better. Was or the makes language their life... the same? The language? Yeah. Yeah, because it's harsh. Like this... I mean, well, this opened with a fucking dark ass fucked up story. Um, oh yeah. It it opens with um, these foster parents. Uh, the 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 woman is scolding the children. Uh, one of them, you know, apologizes and and she accuses them of talking back and is like, "All right, you're not getting anything. You're gonna go in the cage." And the cage is literally a tiny dog kennel cage. While the, the other kid, ones are like, yeah. "You guys get syrup spoons, which is basically just a spoonful of chocolate syrup." And then the 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 foster dad comes by to the girl in the cage and is like, "Look, I'll let you out of the cage. You're the Doreen's a, a lunatic, but I'll let you out if you uh, stay in my bed with me tonight." And she's like, "Fucking eight years old or whatever the fuck." Yeah, so they're both fu- they're both it's fucked. Fucking bad. Then um, there's like uh, the 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 guy goes out to take the dog out or whatever, and it starts barking at somebody, and he asks who's there. Gets kicked in the nuts, and then his entire head he gets his head just punched through, um, and the woman then gets kind of force fed chocolate syrup until she explodes. Yeah, um, and it's revealed to be the, the the mask, the guy wearing the mask that did it. Um, later on, we see that there's this guy, uh, part of some sort of country club or whatever. Uh, and he's he's golfing with these guys that are discriminating against like a, a certain pe- a certain group of people that are like oh they're probably paying their membership dues with welfare checks or whatever, and he accidentally air quotes hits him in the head with a with a golf club when he goes to swing for his uh, his uh, golf ball. He doesn't really seem to like him too much or fit in with that crowd. Uh, there's another character that is running for president who um, is. is in bed with all the the elite. Of of the world, and he's like, "Look, I'll I'll donate thirty million to your campaign if you at first thing, you know, do like an executive order to let me spy on people through all fo- platforms of social media." Yeah. She changes her mind or whatever, but he's like, "All right, I'll do well, it." She uh, changes her mind because he, he says, asked for a blowjob. Yeah, job. you have to suck my dick too, and she's like, "No, <laughs> that's not going to happen." Um, the other guy then later on, who was at the country club, reveals that he's, I guess, running for president too. Yeah, that's but where then I got it's a like, confused. He's like and that's why I really thought these were their all whatsoever. Yeah. And his family's like, hey, look, we'd love to have you home. We really support you, Dad. Um, keep fighting the good fight, but we'd love to see you again, too. I mean, so you have to make time for the campaign and also your home. But, you know, he ends up finding the mask. And then we get this fucking weirdo. Where the guy cuts off his ear. That's fucked up. She, well, that's because woman, he's out to, what, take her out? I guess so, but the, the the rich guy that wanted the the spy on people through social media and the blowjob is like, hey, you're the Canadian, I guess. And he's like, yeah, pleased to meet you. And he's like, okay, I've heard a lot. You were highly recommended, so what's your deal? Prove that you're highly recommended. And he's like, oh, yeah, sure, of course I have to show my worth. And he also brings in a poppy seed cake or whatever. He cuts off a slice, then he's like, holds up the knife, and he just slices his ear, his ear off. And he's smiling the whole time, then tosses it into his mouth. And the guy, and like the guy's faces are like, what the fuck? Well, I guess... Yeah, this is the guy. Put him to work. So I don't know what he's going to be doing. I thought he was going to take uh, out the take woman? out the the Probably. woman running running for um, president. Yeah, but it seems like it seemed like the guy that that like underdog in this presidential race has the mask now, and 
I don't think he's the one that killed those people because another guy took it off no. and, and says like the, you know, in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and then throws it in the river. And I think it floats down to the, the dump then, and that's where he, the guy finds it. So either way, this is right back to form with, it's a little darker than some of the storylines. It's dark, yeah. Um, and that's why I was asking about the language and everything else. It depends. It, it, was, it wasn't like it was a series. It was like a, 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 a series of miniseries, yeah. the mask was. It kind of like how Lobo was for a while. Yeah. Um, so it was it was like that sort of vein of, of even humor even. Uh, but this is a little darker, but it's still... It, we haven't really seen the mask say or do anything yet other than kill a couple people. Yeah. So I, I, I'm I'm looking forward to this. I really, really like this. Um, so I'll definitely be reading more of this for sure. Okay. Is this Already the last one? Uh, no, analog. Go ahead. Number nine by Jerry Dugan. Um, our main character is now uh, on a plane, Jack McGinnis, um, which he's seen the last one. It was kind of seen that he was going to steal it. Instead, he gets this old old guy that is a contraband pilot. He's like, well, I've never wanted to be a uh, ledger man. He's like, well, what if I told you that the guy that created... He's like, what's this guy do? He's like, well, he created the virus that turned the world. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to help you kill him. So he flies, and he's like, you got any guns? He's like, boy, this is Texas. We got guns. And it's literally the scene out of um, Full Metal Jacket, and he's just on a Catlin gun. Get some, get some, get some. It's <laughs> just taking out the church uh, the church cops at a roadblock to let uh, some of his helpers get through. Uh, meanwhile, back at the launch where they're trying to stop Oppenheimer, uh, Sam and his girlfriend are able to take over the control room. Uh, meanwhile, uh, he gets there and uh, he's about to parachute out. And the old guy's like, "We get you low as possible." He's like, "That parachute's so, as old as this plane, and I haven't checked it since Nixon was president." So good luck. And he gets caught up, and he ends up breaking his ankle on the way down. But setting up for a final confrontation. Um, a guard tries to break into the control room uh, and Sam is shot in the stomach. So she's in bad shape. Uh, great story. Like I said, I kind of see this being a 12 parter. I don't see it going much beyond that. Okay. Uh, simply just kind of where it's all is coming to a head pretty quick. All but right. Again, still a good read. Cool. All right. And then that should leave us with uh, once in future by our friends at boom. Um, number three. Trace? Was... Yes. Stop. See. Stop. Hey, I Stop. have to... No. Stop. He's got to no. provide some sort of commentary. He hasn't done a book in like fucking six books. <laughs> I still got one. <laughs> oh, you do? This isn't the last one? No. Okay. Anyway. He's going to read us the Cheesecake Factory menu. Awesome. Came out with a new one. <laughs> he doesn't have to read it. He has that some bitch memorized. Yeah. Yeah. He probably does. Never been to a Cheesecake oh, Factory. Oh, I could tell yeah. you the story of Baltimore about eating. Jesus. Uh, this was good. This was I, really I good. I love uh, the art in this book. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so the the whole the whole thing is going on now is they, they uh, Arthur and the girl go off to find Galahad who will help them find the Holy Grail. Whoa. 
Well, yeah, Granny. Granny Granny's takes the, the girl, her, the, the the date. The, yeah, yeah. Who was totally cool with it, which is well, cool. but she Wait, she wasn't totally. She was at gunpoint. Well, yeah. the, the date at the first uh, from the first issue. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they, they go back to they, her I mean, house. Granny has a gun. gun. Down, like she opens up the door and there's <laughs> Granny with a gun. <laughs> yeah. But oh they yeah. Finally, get to the archives awesome. and uh, they get to. An old church, and but she's there's something about her. Her lineage is the reason why they well, needed well, her. Well, she's a professor from yeah. Bristol. Okay, is what yeah. they needed. Right. So uh, they go, and to... she sees all these ghosts. It's like, holy shit, this is real. And Johnny's like, so can I put that on the gun now? <laughs> <laughs> they go to uh, Bath, and it's apparently that's where the um, first king was. Edgar the Good was was uh, the first king. Um, they find uh, at Bath Abbey. There's these spirits floating around and stuff, and they find like a a labyrinth underneath where the girl ends up kind of being the string for Theseus, who needs to avoid getting caught by the Minotaur. And um, they find that you know Arthur's already there with the girl, and they're he, getting the, the the getting a sword, which he says is Excalibur, stone. but it's not. It's like it's it's easy to just call it sword and stone. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, the, the the true Excalibur the Lady in the Lake has, and they haven't gotten to her yet. But their plan is to prevent um, Galahad from finding uh, the Grail. And the best part, Granny's like, "All right, I need you to kneel down here. We need to stop him." He's like, "Well, how are you gonna do that?" She's like, "Don't flinch. You're gonna ruin my shot." And she's yeah, she's, she's, he's, yeah, he's like, "How are we gonna stop him from finding it?" And she's like, "Yeah, nah, we just make sure he doesn't find it." And she's gonna shoot him in the head. Yeah. So. That's where they off a, with his head in the crosshairs. Great last page, yeah. Yeah, it was good. I hey, this is this is a fun book. Yeah, for yeah. sure. This book's really good. Anyone that likes our our Arthurian lore, it's good stuff. Absolutely. All right. Uh, I guess I got the last book then. Evidently, uh, Midnight Vista number two. Um, this was Boom's actually following through with this one. Did you read it? That's aftershock. Yeah, or is aftershock. it aftershock? Aftershock. Sorry. It's a terrible review already. <laughs> well, he didn't read X-Men, so he has to give one terrible yeah. review. So anyway, um, they it's have Midnight the, at you, the Vista. At yes. the Oasis? No, at, it's at the Vista. Vista. Okay. Anyway, they have the kid in the hospital. Uh, the cop shows him like an unsolved mysteries type show where he's been on like, I, I guess, multiple times. And the guy that hosts the show looks just like Robert Stack. Um but he keeps telling the cops that, no, my, my stepdad didn't, you know, kidnap me. We were abducted by aliens. Nobody believes him. Um, the dad shows up from New Mexico where or wherever he's at. And, like, he's picked up at the airport by the two really creepy dudes uh, that were in the, the black suits. Uh, I think one's called Mike Mann and one's called Mike Manning. Um, sure. Yeah, they take him to to the hospital and they're yes. like, "Are they aliens? Really? Yes. You're gonna start this on the last book? Yes, yes. Well, yes. fuck you all because I'm finishing it. I'm answering his question. No, fuck you too. He anyway. had a question. <laughs> God damn it. Anyway, See how he you? and his all answer, is- the answer to his question was, was yes. yes. Did you read it? No, of course not. <laughs> how can you answer no. the question? Because they're aliens. Yeah, he read the first one. I read the first one. I can't remember if I read this one or not. But uh, I think I did. But they convinced the dad that the kid needs psychiatric help. So, huh? That really that took convincing. 
Your kid was taken for 20 years by aliens, and you don't think to get him psychiatric help? Huh. Huh. Can I fucking finish? (laughs) Thanks. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Anyway. The two guys convince him to sign over legal guardianship to them. And they're leaving the hospital with him to take him to wherever... And the mom shows up and blows the head off of the two alien guys with a shotgun. And that's the last scene. It was fucking awesome. Yes. And yet you took it off your poll list. Shame on you. Costs have to be made uh, and cuts need to be done. Shame on you. You Piss don't me. like you don't like Piss this book. It. Just say it. You don't like this book. <laughs> All righty. Anything happened in Meteor there, Mr. Jimmy? Because I don't remember. It's been a month. Uh, besides the elderly abuse that's about to happen, Bloodshot trailer dropped. Don't care. Um, Star Wars trailer dropped. Don't really care. Really? Um, yeah, I don't give a fuck. It, it, I already read the leaks, so it's it. Apparently, there were multiple, multiple, multiple versions of it, and every single one of them had the same thing happen that did not sit well with the test audience. Which didn't I didn't really give a fuck about what happened in it. Because I know what happened and why they're pissed. For Star Wars, mm-hmm. you're talking, okay. But the whole thing is just stupid as fuck. Huh. That's my opinion. I, I mean, mean, I'm not a big Star Wars I'll, guy. I'll, so. I'll go. I'll go see the. I'll go see the movie, but I'm not near as excited as I was for the last couple. Um. Did anyone watch the Breaking Bad movie? Actually, not yet. You. Like, I. I. I, I thought, all right. I just started spoil the, the fuck out of it. I didn't like. I it. just started the fourth season, so why didn't okay. you like it? Um, it, it, I, it was pointless. Well, yeah, that's why they, they didn't include it as a part yeah. of the series. I, it, it, it was nice. If you, I, here's the thing. I liked the Todd character from Breaking Bad, and this was like, and it was like half the movie was like a montage of Todd, which was I don't know. I liked it. Uh, I, it. I, because it, it answered, where did you know where did Jesse go? Right, which one's the Todd character? You didn't I don't get think the you've Todd got to, you didn't get okay. the Todd yet. Um, no, and he's, he's not even like a major character. I mean, he's yeah. he kind of plays a big role, but he's not like he's not gotcha. like a, he's not like a Tuco or anything like yeah. that. Um, um, no, don't get me, don't get me wrong. It is totally unnecessary. Yeah, it doesn't change anything. But to see so like the flashbacks were worth it. The flashback. It was a hundred percent fan service. The flashback. With them having them, the, the flashback that that the only good scene was when uh, Walter White and him are having di- uh, dinner in that diner after they got stuck out in the desert in the mm-hmm. in the uh, the fucking RV. Um, that was hilarious. Oh, absolutely! Like the part where he's like, he's like, "Look, man, after we're done with this drug business, you know, you can work on getting your GED and going to school." And he's like, "GED." I, I have a diploma, school. you fucking asshole! Like, you handed me that my diploma. Hal- yeah, that was. Or hilarious. you were on stage. That that right there is the the perfect summary of their relationship. I thought it was great, um, but other than that, I I don't know. It wasn't. It didn't really do anything for me. So, but uh, yeah, uh, Robert Forster, who was in that movie, died. The day after it came out. The day it was released. Yeah, yeah. the day where it came out. Yeah, because I, I was watching. I'm like, 
Why does this guy look so familiar? Oh, that's right. He just fucking died. I had I had off that day because I was helping my buddy with my wedding. So I watched that before he picked me up. So um, the next chapter in the Old Man Saga begins January with Avengers of the Wasteland featuring, featuring Daniel Cage taking on the role of both Thor and Captain America. But is Old Man Logan still alive? It doesn't show him on the cover. But I'm sure he is. Um, there is heavy rumors that there is going to be a Spider-Verse live action movie with all of our live action Spider-Man. So Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield. Or Disney Plus thing. No, no, this will be Sony. Wow. So. That might be interesting. It it would be. Uh, Keith Boski. Uh, lawyer, uh, he he was the president of Tomb, the Tomb Raider uh, publisher back in the day. Actually, I think he might actually be uh, Billy Tushy's lawyer as well. Uh, passed away oh. after a battle with cancer, I believe. He uh, didn't say anything when I saw him this weekend. I, th- I think it was just announced yesterday. Okay. Um. Uh, let's see here. I'm sure we have more. Lots of he's dead. Um, uh, why, do, why do you touch on that thing with Verizon? Verizon's giving your Disney Plus away for free. Now, I had a question on that because, honestly, I didn't see anything on it. Do we have to do anything to sign up for it or no do idea. we just... It, that's all the article said. I'm sure you'll yeah, get more info. Something on it. Uh, the Black Adam movie with The Rock uh, is going to begin production in 2020, uh, July. Uh, Venom 2 cast Naomi Harris uh, to play Shriek. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason Alexander would like to play the Penguin in the upcoming Batman movie. I could see it. That'd be perfect. That'd be perfect. Uh, they cast the Riddler. Um, It is Paul Dano. The only thing I remember him from was Girl Next Door. He, um, he played... Uh, the the taller like gawky friend that's kind of what he always plays i'm trying to remember what i see him in but he was just in something else apparently he's not a bad actor no uh vin diesel is being eyed to play black adam in an mcu reboot of the inhumans or black bolt rather black black bolt yeah uh christ on infinite earth adds steven lobo as jim corrigan um, and that's it from the lo- oh, uh, Deadpool f- has confirmed the writers have confirmed that the third one will be R rated, and there's heavy rumors that they're just looking to lock down a date, and the announcement could be within the next week or two of that officially being greenlit. And apparently, Ryan Reynolds has signed on for the third one because apparently his contract was only for two movies. Huh. I can't see anybody else playing him. At this point, no. Uh, Kevin Feige yes. took over as everything. He now controls Marvel. He's, I'm okay with that. He's, the, he's now the new chief creative officer for the oh, entire... Oh, he mo- took uh, Quesada's spot then. Yeah. Yeah. He deserves it. Um, 
Well, that's all I really have from the last week or so. Um, the CW shows have started back up. Um, Flash and Arrow are getting right into the crisis stuff. And Batwoman, three, three uh, episodes in, pretty good. I mean, they kind of fucked up introducing Hush and didn't really introduce Hush. But besides that, pretty good. All right. I, I. Anyone I see know. Joker? Yeah, you too. <laughs> I liked it. We'll talk I, about I, it. I liked it. it I don't was, think it it, was I a, think it was more of a, a a movie where it used Joker to as the vehicle to tell the story. But um, yeah, I mean, I guess if it didn't have the Joker in it, it probably wouldn't have been a super great. I mean, it would have been just Taxi Driver then. That's what I heard. Which Taxi Driver is a good-ass movie. I understand that it's kind of the same, but it's a different way to tell it. I was okay with it. Um, I didn't like... There was very, very little reference to the DC Universe in this movie. And the parts that did reference it, there were some parts I didn't like. Like, I didn't like the part where he went to go, spoilers, see Bruce Wayne. Um... That was weird. Yeah. I understand why he kind of did it. It made sense in the story. But I felt like they kind of just did that so that everyone would fucking go crazy. Now, no one in my theater went crazy about it. Um, Joe groaned like he didn't see it coming. And I'm like, how the fuck did you not see this coming? But It's Joe. Yeah, it's Joe. Um, but I liked it. I'd recommend it. it I, honestly... Some people have said, you said that like there's no way that this Joker could ever go toe-to-toe with Batman. I absolutely 100% agree. Um, this Joker is all... Well, I mean, I don't know how much you guys want me to spoil, since you haven't seen it yet. But I'd be okay with, like, if they, they were going to reboot the DC Universe, this would be a good place to start it. I don't think so. I, I, I don't think so. I don't think this Joker would be... This Joker would be such a... To, to put it bluntly, a joke. Like... He well, he would need be... to kind of grow into the position. Like he didn't even choose to be the Joker; it just kind of, it kind of was forced onto him. And now he's and at the end of the movie is when he embraces it. But he doesn't have a mind to be the Joker because he was on medication the entire time. It was only towards the no, end of the movie that he, he stopped taking. No, because he has brain his... damage. Well, not brain damage, but mental illness. No, no, he is brain damaged. His mother's boyfriend. Beat him until he had brain damage. Well, uh, either way, he was on medication for the most of the movie, and then it was he stopped taking his meds because they stopped paying for him. And then he started doing a lot of he started evolving into the Joker very rapidly. So I could see his mental illness taking him to greater and greater I, I, Joker I, I, lengths. I don't think so. so I guess me and you don't have to go see it now. It's still worth seeing, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Point. See, it's funny. I was laughing. He did. Too many to count. Too many to count. End it. All righty. All right. Thank you for uh, sticking around. Uh, next week's podcast. Uh, we shorter be back week. On track. Shorter week um, for books. So there's not quite as many books out. A couple big books. A little book called Immortal Hulk number 25. Oh, my. Things happen. Are you saying you already have your pick of the week? There's actually a lot of. There's first appearances. There's a lot of... Yeah, there's a few first appearances that happen this week. 
Do you really want to take it home with you? Well, I'm going to take this into work and give it to the fucking animals there. All right. <laughs> animals. Give, give a piece to your dog. Also known as his They would co-workers. kill my dog. My yeah. dog is as big as one of these pieces of popcorn. Yeah, but that, uh, dog, course, that dog would be content for a month. Listen, you can save it at Christmas and say Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. I'm the maestro. I'm the Mad Hatter. Jimmy Kimmel, almost live. Cavity Josh. Be good to each other.